You are not born as a leader. You're chosen to be made one by God. Be excellent. Be simple. Be authentic. Be a leader. You must choose your life journey. Experience a God who's for you. Hello, I'm David Blunt, pastor of Church on the Rock, and welcome to our Leadership Lifter. You know, I'm really excited about the program today. You know, the Leadership Lifter podcast is all about helping you lift your leadership to another level. You know, I really believe that God wants us to go from level to level. I believe God wants us to be successful. I believe God wants us to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. So the podcast is all about adding value to you and helping you with your leadership to progress, to move forward, to get better, to go higher, to reach the next level. So today I want to talk to you about problem solving or being a solution finder. Problem solving or being a solution finder. You know, today we have more problems than we've ever had before in my lifetime. You know, the way the world is and the direction the world is going, things that you and I face every day, problems like never before. I believe to be successful, to add value, to, to make the money that you want to make and achieve the success you want to achieve, we have to be not a problem causer, but a problem solver, a solution finder. Somebody said that you don't want to call them problems, you want to call them challenges. I think that's huge. I think that's good. I think that's powerful, that we look at our problems as challenges and opportunities to grow, increase, be lifted up, and go to another level. I want to offer you a resource today. It's called QBQ by John Miller. This is a great book that we gave our staff uh, a while back. And bottom line, it's doing what you can do with what you have right now. Asking yourself the question behind the question, what can I do with what I have right now? And I like what it says in the cover, what to really ask yourself to eliminate blame, victim thinking, complaining, and procrastination. Wow, you know, there is more of a victim mentality out there today than I've ever seen in my lifetime before. People overly sensitive, people blaming people, people easily offended like never before. And if you and I are gonna be leaders, if we're gonna be great leaders at what God's called us to do, somebody said you have to have thick skin, somebody said you have to know how to deal with and not be overwhelmed with problems, challenges, and opportunities. So I wanna ask you today, how are you dealing with your problems? You know, life has problems and every day, uh, it seems like there's more problems on every front, family, finances, health, career, office place, school, campus. We all deal with it. How are you dealing with your problems? Most people get overwhelmed, they overreact in the wrong way, and run from their problems. But you and I, we understand we can't run from our problems if we want to grow. We can't run from our challenges if we want to grow and go to the next level. So today on the podcast, I want to share with you a few steps, real practical, real simple. We're not going to go into depth, but how do you become a solution finder? How do you become a problem solver? How do you respond correctly to problems so that in the midst of it, it promotes you, it promotes you instead of demotes you 
or defeats you. So we're going to look at some very practical steps. And I'm going to go to our board over here. And we should have on the board, it should be there somewhere, be a solution finder. Those are the people that get the raises, get the promotions, get the bonuses, get the benefits. It's the people who are proactive. It's the people who don't talk about what's wrong all the time, but they find out how to fix it, how to solve it, how to make it better. So be a solution finder. Step number one, you want to stop. You know, when you're facing a problem, you want to stop. Somebody said even take some deep breaths. I believe in that. But you want to stop and you want to get calm and you want to relax. You know, we're not creative when we're worried, when we're fretting, when we're full of anxiety. We can't be creative. So we need just to stop and relax and get calm. You know, I like to take walks. I love to take walks every day. I love to walk my dog, and as I take those walks, I like to call them gratitude walks. You know, the more that we're grateful, I think the more creative you can be. Somebody said that the most healthiest emotion is gratitude. I, I just watched a podcast myself today, and it was on the one thing the most successful people do every day, and it was by Brian Tracy. Many of you know who he is. And you know what it was? The one thing that the most successful people do every day? He said they have a time of gratitude, being grateful, being thankful. It's powerful, isn't it? So in solving problems, you know, we want to stop. We want to stop, you know. And you want to get into a place where you can relax and get calm, get in control of your emotions and not let your emotions control you. You don't want to react uh, inappropriately when you're, facing big problems. You don't want to be overwhelmed. You don't want to shrink back. You don't want to run. You don't want to make excuses. You and I want to know how to face, deal, solve our challenges. So number one, you stop, okay? Are you looking for some interactive activities and special events that will help build your leadership and mentoring skills? Or maybe you're just looking for a place where you can network and promote your business. I encourage you, join us at our Marketplace Ministry events. You can visit our website for our upcoming dates and speakers. Take ownership, don't blame, or make excuses. And that's what this book is all about. Not blaming, not making excuses. Well, if I had that, well, if I had them, well, if I was over there, well, if it's a different time, that doesn't solve problems. That doesn't find solutions. That doesn't come up with answers. So the second thing you want to do is take ownership. And today, just like the cover in the book talks about, so many people have a victim mindset, feel sorry for me, oh, poor me. And you know what? You can't have that attitude and achieve our dreams, right? So you want to stop when facing a problem and you don't know what to do, and at the time you don't know how to solve it, you want to stop and do what you can do to get calm. You know, seriously, for me, I like to get on my motorcycle. I get on my motorcycle and I ride my motorcycle. You know, it's, it's therapy to me. I know you're going to laugh at that, but it's true. Pastor Kim loves for me to get on my motorcycle and take a ride because she said I always come back better. I, it's a place where I can stop. It's a walk, maybe a swim, maybe a ride, maybe jog maybe work out. I don't know what it might be for you, but you need to stop, get control of your emotions, okay? You need to, number two, take ownership. If it's going to be, it's up to me. 
Nobody's going to do it for me. That's why you're the leader. Leaders solve problems. Leaders solve problems. So uh, we take ownership. We're not going to blame anybody else. We're not going to make excuses. It was their fault. If only them, if only that. Leaders solve problems. Leaders tackle challenges. You know, I know people on our team here, they love challenges. Those are the kind of people that excel. Those are the kind of people that their leadership is lifted up, who want a challenge. I myself, I thrive in challenges. I like challenges. Challenges either bring out the best or the worst of us. We can't grow without challenges. So how do we become a solution finder, a problem solver, one who sees a challenge, runs towards it, kind of like David in the Bible, Old Testament? You know, when everybody else was running from Goliath, David read toward Goliath, his problem, his challenge. Didn't blame Saul, didn't blame the Israel army, didn't blame anybody else. He took ownership, ran towards Goliath, solved the problem, gave him the kingship, okay? So take ownership, can't blame, can't make excuses. This is how we are a solution finder. Number three, we step back, we step back. And you and I, it's so important that we, we do that so that we can, the next step is after stepping back and looking at everything, we've calmed ourselves down, uh, we've gotten to a place where we're not anxious, worried, fret, you know, freaked out. We step back, we stop, and we look at, look at the situation, we take responsibility, we have confidence, you know, we step back so we can, we can be encouraged. David in the Bible encouraged himself. You're going to have to encourage yourself, get that courage, that strength, that stamina, that confidence, okay, as you step back. Then number four on how to be a solution finder, solve problems, is you have to define the problem. Now, this is really important because here's what they tell us. When, when you're trying to define the problem and you're looking at solutions, you want to write them down. It's so important. There's a principle there. Not only just thinking about it, but you need to write them down, what you think that the problem really is. Because here's what I know, after 40 years in one place, usually the problem that we think is the problem isn't really the problem. Keep growing your skills with Pastor David Blunt's weekly Leadership Lifter. On our website, you will find more uplifting teachings, book recommendations, and other lecture materials that will bring fulfillment to your life. Also, on the website, you can purchase Pastor Blunt's books, as well as his upcoming release, God is for You. In my house, you know, we live out in the country, and uh, we live 25 miles away from the church one way. Live in the country, lived there for 23 years, and uh, I have a garage that's, that's uh, not, ad not adjacent to the house. It's a separate garage. And that's where I have my office, where I study and work at home. Okay? In this garage, you know, one of the doors, it's, it's the garage is over 20 years old. One of the doors, it started not closing, not working. And so I had asked different people, could you come look at my door? Could we fix it? And they'd come and look. No, we can't. You had to call the company who built your built your garage 20 years ago. Okay. I'd have somebody else come out and look at it. No, we can't. You're going to have to get a whole new door case, a whole new door. And, and it's not a, a, a normal door. It's going to take specific uh, measurements. Can't do it. Honestly, if I'm lying, I'm frying. I had four or five different people come look at my door in my garage and tell me it couldn't be fixed, why it couldn't be fixed. They couldn't fix it. Call the company, this and the other. Well, 
there's a wonderful gentleman who's a good friend of ours who's in his 80s. I went to him and I said, you know, I got this problem on my door and everybody's giving me these excuses why they can't fix it, why it can't be done, they couldn't do it. Could you come look at it? He said, sure. Two days he had it fixed. Two days he had it like new for a little bit of nothing. He took, see, he solved my problem. When others said it couldn't be done, he said it could be done. He solved my problem, okay? He knew what to, he looked at it, he defined it, he knew what, he said, Pastor, all you gotta do is this, this, take it off, put this in here, and it'll be fine. So you're gonna have to define what is the real problem. What a lot of those other people said was the problem with my door wasn't the problem with my door in my garage at all. There was a problem behind it. You have to define what is the real problem. And then number five, on being a solution finder, a problem solver, and those are the people who get promoted, those are the people who get the bonuses, the vacation, the raises, is get the right perspective. Okay, once you've done the first four, now you wanna get the right perspective, you wanna have the big picture, you wanna have the right analysis as you look at it. Years ago, one of my best friends who's on my board, I asked him for what I do, ministry, I said, what's the key to longevity in ministry? What's the key to success in ministry? And he has a worldwide ministry. He said one word, perspective. Well, I was in my 30s when he told me that, and I went over my head, and I thought, perspective? Come on, give me three points, five points, more than that. But now, after I've lived a while, he's right, perspective. Somebody said, your outlook determines your outcome. So you have to have the right perspective. Perspective is reality. Perspective is reality. When I came here to start Church on the Rock 40 years ago with 35 people, can you imagine? I left my home, I left my family, we left our church, I had no income, I had no insurance, I didn't know what my salary would be, I didn't know where we would meet, I didn't know what it would become, I had nothing but a vision and a dream. We came here and started this church, you know, Church on the Rock with 35 people, had, had nothing, nothing, you know, no promise of anything. Can you imagine that? Only God could do that. I couldn't do that. I don't think I could do that today. I don't think I could go plant a church today like that. But when I came here in this community, here in the St. Louis area, I was invited to go speak at different meetings and they would want me to introduce myself, and I'd say, hey, I'm here, my, my family, we're gonna, we planted a church, Church on the Rock, it's gonna run 5,000 people, blah, 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 we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Everybody told me it couldn't be done. Not one person told me it could be done. These are all Christians. These are preachers, these are leaders in this community. Not one of them said, lifted my leadership. Not one of them said, we believe you can do it. We believe it's gonna happen. Hand on the Bible. Every one of them said, it's been tried before, can never be done. Think about this. 40 years ago, the largest church that wasn't a Catholic church, the largest church of where I'm a part of, Word of Faith, Full Gospel, was 300 people. The 300 mark had never been broken in this county. So they all told me it couldn't be done. That was their perspective. My perspective was God's called me here, God's anointed me here, God sent me here to build a world-class church of thousands of people that's gonna impact this community and gonna do its part around the world. Notice, 
perspective is everything. If I would went with their perspective, I would have went back home and closed up shop. But I went with the perspective God gave me. You're going to have to have the right perspective to be a solution finder and a problem solver. Number six, involve the right people. Once you've done the first five steps, the next thing you want to do is involve the right people. You don't want to get the wrong people in the room because they're going to give you wrong advice. They're going to tell you the wrong thing. You want to get the right people, people with a positive attitude, people who have a can-do attitude, people that see potential, have the right perspective, have what you're doing in their heart as well, that they're behind you, they're with you, uh, they're creative, they have a great imagination, uh, they want to do something great. You have to get the right people in the room and cooperate together, brainstorm, and come up with solutions. You write them down as well. And then number seven, then you solve it. Number seven, you solve it. Once you've done all of that, then you take action with focus and intentionality and you solve the problem. You don't want to live with the problem. You don't want it to exist. Leaders and leadership is all about solving problems, finding solutions. I hope those seven steps real briefly have helped you kind of whet your appetite a little bit to go a little deeper on your own. And I promise you, as you do, your leadership will be lifted. Well, you know what? If you've enjoyed the podcast, push share, like, tell a friend. Until next time, don't forget, we're here for you. We believe God wants to lift your leadership. Until next time, never forget, God is for you. Thank you.